Hi, it's Ellen DeGeneres. Welcome to my podcast. We're going to listen to some of the best moments from the show, and it's going to be hosted by four executive producers that I love. Happy listening. On today's episode of Ellen on the Go, the handsome and muscular Chris Hemsworth leads Andy in an at-home workout. It goes great. The hilarious Tiffany Haddish zooms with us. A really cool and I thought kind of special interview with the governor of New York, Governor Andrew Cuomo, and an amazing teacher named Victoria Bay gets a fantastic surprise and she deserves it. I'm Ed Glavin. I'm Randy Lassner. <laughs> I'm Mary Connolly. <laughs> Randy. Randy. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been getting a lot of uh, screen time lately on the show, and so I decided to change my name for Hollywood and for auditions. It's just easier to differentiate me from the other Andys. And yeah. Shows. Yeah. So going forward, I'll be known as Randy. <laughs> Randy Rastin. <laughs> Randy. Um, Randy man. Randy man. Randy, Randy, Randy. How are you guys doing? It's been oh, a couple of days. Oh man, if I was any better, I'd be in the office. <laughs> God, uh, I know. I'm going to be, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm going to be honest okay. with you. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't like this. this I know you don't. <laughs> I know you don't. And I think, I think a lot of people are starting to, first of all, the economic toll it's taking on so many people. At first it was like, you know, how figuring out how you're going to pay your rent and but now it's gotten so dire with people like you know people who never in their life assumed that they would ever be going to food banks are now having to go to food banks to feed their families and to say it breaks my heart is an understatement yeah. and uh yeah you know and i know at the show we're all doing as much as we can and there's always more we can do and i know personally we're all doing as much as we can and yet it's all so heartbreaking. You know, my family uh, is healthy, and so everything else will pass. And um, yeah, and I know how fortunate I am, how lucky I am that that's yeah. the case because yeah. I mm -hmm. yeah. I know people and care deeply about people who have it, you know, so much worse than I do. And so yeah, um, you want to do more. We just try to stay yeah. grateful in this time that, you know. And I think as as we start eventually going back to work and things slowly get to normal, we still have to pay attention to those people because things aren't just going to automate. A lot of them lost their jobs. You know, I, there's there's people who are furloughed, um, and so they keep their insurance if they had it and have a position. Hopefully, when the economy builds back up, but there are people who have no idea if it ends tomorrow, they're still unemployed. And I think we have to realize that there are people who are going to be suffering from this for a while. And, um, and I know it's something we talk about off air with Ellen a lot, and we've been talking a lot about it on the show as well, because even though we look for this hour to be an hour to get everyone to forget everything that's going on, uh, there are just certain things that, you know, you can't ignore. And so we're doing the best we can to balance that with showing and highlighting some of the heroes and the, and the good people and the people who have gone, mm -hmm way beyond what they can to to uh, do good things during this time. And then we also have the uh, usual silliness that I think people come to expect and and need. Yes. Um, and we got to keep giving them that silliness uh, as long as uh, as they'll have it. Yeah, I, I, I think that's well said, Andrew. Thank you, sir. I, I really do. Absolutely. It's hard to like, you know, we want to be like the show. We want to be a distraction and we want to we want to 
make people laugh and forget about being pooped up and all the rest. But like, it is, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, on a, it's, it's hard definitely. on a lot of people. And, and uh, my heart just goes out to them, you know? And what we can do is keep looking for ways to be of service and be, and be a distraction and a help and all those things. Um, all right. Are you guys sticking with your exercise routines in this crazy well, pandemic? Well, considering my exercise routine only involves uh, uh, a minimum of 20 minutes of slow walking, it's actually been very easy for me because uh, I put on a mask, I walk in the neighborhood, or I get on the treadmill. But someone like you, Kevin, who really, really works out, and Ed, who works out, and Mary somewhat on her treadmill, um, it's probably much harder. Especially you, Kevin. Kevin, you're like a gym rat. So. Well, I'm not a gym rat, but I missed going to the gym. I yeah. miss my routine a lot. Are you yeah. working out at home? Uh, we just got some weights delivered yesterday. Oh, that's good. So, okay. So we'll see. That's what cool. I'm not saying I'm going to lift them up. He's just saying that. He's just saying they're in the home. They're in the home. <laughs> <laughs> Whether they'll be used is 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 still to. Uh, I keep working out. I mean, it's not. I'm. I'm. I don't think I'm in the shape that I want to be in, but I definitely keep working out. Like I have that. I got a knee that I got to keep working on. I can't afford to, it has a window of time in which it will recover and I, and I got to keep working on it. So yeah, I make sure, sure. That, I, that I spend time on it every day. The best exercise of all, of course, is surfing. Um, and I'm not getting to do that in the way that I uh, yeah. would prefer to. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Chris Hemsworth has taught us anything, it's that one person can have it all. <laughs> 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 oh, and that you can work out at home without weights. Oh my gosh, Andy, how did you do in the yard with uh, Chris Hemsworth leading you? Well, here's the problem is, as those of you who watch the show may know, and I assume all our podcast listeners watch the show, uh, the, the windows are somewhat tinted, so it's hard pretty much for me to see inside. So what happened is Chris Hemsworth was showing people how to work out with household items. Ellen provided me with those household items in the yard. But when he was doing his workout, Ellen had to describe to me what Chris Hemsworth, I couldn't just follow him. That would have been, that would have made sense if I could just see him doing it. But no, Ellen had to uh, describe to me. And so obviously based on her laughter, what I was doing compared to what he was doing was not probably exactly the same. Yeah. And I think the only, and I think the only reason there was a difference between what he was doing and what you were doing is your inability to see it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing. <laughs> I don't think she was being serious there. Andy. No, I don't. And she was being hurtful is what she was being. Never. Um, never I like never, that we've given away 7,000 TCL Roku TVs, but we can't get Andy one for the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just another input. Oh, okay. I said it. I said input. Um, but, uh, but here's a little bit of me being humiliated by Chris Hemsworth. Take a listen. So you have a workout that you can help people with. If they're stuck at home, they can't get to a gym, Andy is gonna try to do it along with you. So explain how, how people can do this. Oh God. Well, you've got to get creative. There's a few options. The laundry basket is, uh, is, 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 is an essential. You're gonna do a squat, right? All right, hold it up to your chest and do a squat. He looks better. Three. I look better? No. Four. He's, he's already done six. You've done two. I know, but I got a little bit of a... I only have some socks and a t-shirt in there, Andy. I know, but my groin's a little raw. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Is it, is it All right. Clean All right. All right. Then you just use the towel to, to dry off. 
Okay, right. what's the next thing? It would look better without a shirt on. You got any candy oh, suit? I'm my shirt. <laughs> I meant I meant Chris, not you. Oh. All right. Now what do you what do you have in your hand? Candy suit. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. What else do we have now? Oh now he put put the jug in and he's doing one curl straight up. One curl. Straight up. One curl. Yep. With no, soup? no, he's not doing it with soup. Oh. He's got laundry detergent. Okay. I'll just switch to right, that. Yeah. I'll show you now. Do this here. Squat to press. Now, lift it above your hand and then down. Squat, and then no, put it down when you squat. Put, put it, it. Don't put it down. Lean it down. Hold it down. Nope. Straight down, like you're holding your arm down. Put your arm down, Andy. Yeah. Yep. And then a squat. Yeah. And then lead, now up and then lift it up. Up. And, up. <laughs> and then lift up. Okay. Lift up. I, I am. Your whole body. Okay. <laughs> okay. For those who are wondering how we're putting these shows together. Not well. We are. Uh, <laughs> well, the answer Portia, is poorly. Portia. <laughs> I think they Portia, know Portia, our only listener, asked. Uh, there are a couple days a week that we're there shooting and then the rest of the days of that week we have entire uh days morning to evening zoom meetings with different departments different people different how do you and do with those andy what do i do how I, do you do with the zoom meetings what i'm really good at as you know and as probably a lot of our listeners know i'm really good at sitting in one place <laughs> yeah for long periods of time yeah and uh and and sometimes talking and trying to make a point and nobody responding and then realizing I'm on mute. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, no, it's, re it's real fun. <laughs> How many different so, locations do you, th have you uh, zoomed from today? Cause this is a today, new this is my, this is my new location for the podcast, but the rest He's of the, the cigar day, bar from the yeah. Drake hotel. <laughs> the rest of the day I was outside at uh, our, uh, what do you call it? A picnic table. It's not a picnic table, you know, patio table, dining table outside. Uh, I was out for that, but it's, you know, it's a lot for me. Let's, let's face it. So the zooms are very long and it's a lot of sitting for me in one place. And occasionally Kevin will send me a little puzzle game or something to keep me occupied oh, because he, yeah, cause he that's feels for me. Nice. He turned me on to this game. I don't know what it's called. It's called darts and I'm going to send it to you and Mary. All you do is I send you a text okay. and, and I say, you're playing darts. You, you don't have to download anything. You're just playing. And then suddenly we're in a dart game. And, I love that. Yeah. And now I'm okay. playing it with my son, Ryan, and we play it all day. I used to play darts uh, at a bar in South Jersey. Yeah. And I always lost cause I was too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much fun losing, though. <laughs> sure. Hey, can we talk about Tiffany Haddish? Uh, I mean, she came out of nowhere a couple of years ago, and she's just freaking money. Yeah. She's so damn funny, and she's really, like, real. She chatted with Ellen from her home, and, oh, my God, she's funny. I'm sitting here in the, uh, in the Palisades office, and we get to see a little preview of her getting ready to be introduced by Ellen. And she's sitting there, like just at a table in her house, and she's, uh, she's sucking on a popsicle. <laughs> and I go, all right, so right before she goes on, she's just gonna have a little, it was a really hot day. She's gonna have a little popsicle and then she'll mm -hmm. probably ditch the popsicle and get ready for, and, yeah. and say hi to Ellen. 
And that's not what happened. Only Ellen goes in, and here she is, Tiffany Haddish, and nope, popsicle. And then I think went to a second popsicle during the course of the yeah. <laughs> Made Ellen wish, Ellen was like, I wish I had a popsicle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tiffany couldn't believe that Ellen wouldn't have access to a popsicle at her house. Um, and just, just fun and funny and oh my God. Your friend Andy is outside the window. Hey Andy. Hey. Um, did you have fun going through the haunted house with Andy? Yes, I did. Even though I was scared as all outdoors. I'm glad I wore a panty liner that day because I did pee a little bit. <laughs> good, good to know. Really important information. Well, that I should share. I want a popsicle. You're making me want a popsicle. Look, my air conditioner went out. It's hot. It's all outdoors in my house. So a popsicle. Keep me cool. It's a good, I don't even have one in, to think about did, in my freezer. Hold up. Did you just cough? Did you? Want me to walk down to the general no, store? No, Andy. No, thank you. Um, I just did cough, but it, it's fine. I'm not sick. Are you sure? I am sure. Everybody is so paranoid. If you cough a little or if you have a headache or anything, everybody's like, I got it. We're okay. Okay. All right. I'm okay. okay. I noticed that Andy left. <laughs> That's because he says he's going to go to the store to get me a popsicle. I mean, there's not a store nearby. I don't know where he's going. So we FaceTime last month. You were in your garden. You really are a gardener. Oh my gosh. I had, okay. So I got these seeds from a estate sale that I went to. This lady was like 100 and, 102 when she passed away. And she was collecting like all these seeds and stuff over the years. So she had like watermelon seeds from the early 1900s and cucumber seeds from the early 1900s. Wow. So I bought them from the estate sale and I planted them because I'm thinking like, oh, from the early 1900s, there's no GMO or pesticides, no seeds, right? And I wasn't sure if they was going to grow, but they right. started to grow, girl. They started to grow. Let me show you. I got. Wow. <laughs> I think we're going to see them right now. She's, <laughs> I got, she's excited. I got cucumbers and watermelons. Look at that. Can you see that? Oh, I thought I was going to see a watermelon. Yes, I do see tiny, tiny that's little plants. That's cucumber and that's watermelon. Yeah. That's, wow. it's like magic, Ellen. Excuse it's me. It's like magic. When we do the show in the studio, yes, the people come to the studio and they have a dressing room and it's, it's you know, it's a whole, uh, it's a whole operation and it's meant yeah. to feel festive and fun, right? Yes. And Tiffany Haddish loves that because all of the celebrity guests, when they come, they get a little gift bag usually has a pair of Ellen underwear and one or two other things. And there's it. a basket of snacks in there. And then there's a basket of snacks in the room, which they are free to uh, nosh on or their people, you know, some of them come, some of them come with a, with a, with a posse. And, uh, and, and tip one of Tiffany Hash's favorite parts of the whole experience is she likes to feel like she is not supposed to be stealing the treat basket. <laughs> but she does. <laughs> she takes all the treats home with her. And she felt like she was being a little bit uh, robbed by doing Ellen show via Zoom and not getting any of the treats. So we decided to send to her house, to messenger to her home in Los Angeles, um, a, a, a gift basket like she would get if she was on the show and then a bunch of treats. And the, and the, and the producer of the segment, Alyssa, um, was interacting with props remotely because you know we were not there. So she talks to our to our props lead, whose name is Tracy Onda, who's lovely and really hardworking, and says and gives her a list of things that she thought she, Tiffany would enjoy, and then says and maybe just some fun fresh treats. <laughs> so she got Tiffany had a, a, a loaf of banana bread from a bakery, <laughs> and Tiffany had is like, what the hell is this bread? <laughs> <laughs> 
and to try to keep it, you know, sanitary and everything, it was in a Ziploc bag. So yeah. because it right. was fresh from a bakery, it was in a Ziploc bag and it looked as, it, it didn't look of the same piece. It didn't look like all the other yeah. stuff that you said. It, it looked, uh, what's the word, suspicious. <laughs> and it was, it, you know, we're rarely surprised by what we see happening on the show. We have meetings, we plan things out, we know what's going to happen. And we didn't know about this. The producer didn't know about it. And it was hilarious. Oh my gosh, and, it was funny. And we were told after the fact that the banana bread was also delicious. So that was really, really a fun. Good to uh, know. Shout out to that bakery. What's the, what's the name of the bakery, Mary? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> the name of the bakery. But Tracy, Tracy knows the name of the bakery. Because uh, Tracy, uh, Tracy grabbed that and got it. And... Uh, God damn, that was funny. Yeah, it was it's very so But Tiffany Haddish is just like, she's a talk show guest who just delivers, man. Now you should watch this on your DVR if you can, but she goes to her front door to get this package that we left for her and then she opens it on camera. Here's that. Um, thank you for, to, for talking to us from home because I heard that you weren't so thrilled because you like when you're at the studio because you get free stuff. Yes, I love when, I, well, it's not that I get free stuff, but it's like, you know, you always have a really good gift bag and then, I like to go in that refrigerator that you usually have in the room and then take everything. Okay. Well, I figure you're not going to use it. All right. Go look outside your front door. Oh. 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 Outside the front door. Oh, look at that. Ellen, you had somebody come to my house. You know where I live? Yep. So we gave you masks. Woo! We gave you mugs. Okay. Yep. And masks. Who made this? Who made this? I don't know. What is this, Ellen? I'm not sure. Who made I, this? I, I don't know what that is. Who, Ellen, who gives somebody bread in a sandwich bag like this? Who does it? That wouldn't be me. Ellen. I, I don't. Ellen? Ellen, who brings a loaf of bread? <laughs> in a Ziploc bag and expect somebody to eat this. Who does this? <laughs> Ellen. I did the best I could. Ellen, you know better. <laughs> but this is what I really want. I want my cup. This is yep. my cup. Yep. I'm loving that. Yep. Oh, I love this kind of stuff. Yeah, see, probiotics? That's nice, Ellen. You hooked it up. Did you put some underwear in here? I come for the drops. Really, let's be honest. There. There they go. Yeah, there they go. There go the drops. All right. Yeah, perfect. I need these. My favorite thing is to show a man that I'm wearing Ellen's draws. And then he's like, well, what's up with the Ellen draws? Your name is Tiffany. I'm like, no, this is property of Ellen. Huh. <laughs> okay, good to know. All right, so now I would love to talk about the governor of Mary and Andy's home state, uh -huh. Andrew Cuomo. Yes. Ellen has been, Ellen has been, I'm going to leave this to you guys, but I'll set it up this way. Ellen okay. has been asking for Andrew Cuomo and his brother Chris Cuomo Basically, for months, she's yes. been asking for these two. Yep. And then when we thought we were getting Chris, he, uh, he got diagnosed uh, right. with, with COVID-19. And then his yep. wife got tested positive and one of his kids. Um, yeah. And then we finally got Andrew. We convinced uh, the governor to appear. He was a little busy, it turns out. Um, and I just thought it was a really... You know, you know, as someone who grew up in New York, but has been out here almost 20 years now, I, I've lost pretty much all touch with New York politics other than when I hear about them from my brother or my mother. But for the most part, 
I've known very little about Andrew Cuomo. I don't know. I know he's a Democrat. But I don't know all his politics, et cetera. But when this pandemic started and my 82-year-old mother became holed up in her apartment without ever being allowed to leave, um, she started texting me going, Andrew Cuomo is just excellent. He's keeping me informed. I feel like I'm hearing you know, what I need to hear and what I need to know. And she just kept talking about it. And then suddenly, national networks started broadcasting it because New York, as we all know, was unfortunately the hardest hit. Um, and, and, you know, we all assumed what was happening in New York is what we're all going to follow and, and learn about and have happened to us. But so I started tuning in and what I liked about it is he kept it very apolitical. He kept it very much about the facts, yeah. about what you as a New Yorker need to know. He mm -hmm. answered questions that informed New Yorkers. And, and when reporters tried to take him or, or, or swerve him into a political discussion, yeah. he would avoid it. And I sort yeah. of very much admired that. I also admired that about our governor here, uh, Gavin Newsom. Um, and they've, they've really tried to, for the most part, be apolitical and really keep it about what we as residents need to be doing, which is really important and is, is, the, is the job of the governor yeah. is to protect the people of that state. Yeah. And I think they're yeah. doing an excellent job of that. For a while, I was watching every single briefing that Andrew Cuomo did because it really is fact-based, you know, and he says it in a way that you can understand and that doesn't terrify you. Um, you know, it, it's, yes, absolutely. And, you know, if you've, I grew up in New York like Andy did, and, you know, I grew up in a time when Andrew's father, Mario, yeah. Mario Cuomo was the beloved governor of New York State. And now My God, Andrew, he was beloved. Yeah. He was he was absolutely beloved. And now Andrew, you know, he speaks he speaks in a way that you can understand what's happening. You know, yeah. he's worried about his mother that he hasn't been able to visit. Yeah. He has an incredibly loving and joking relationship with his brother, Chris Cuomo, who is on CNN and talks about them and really makes it it really humanizes the whole thing yeah. that you know we're the, the numbers are just horrific of the yeah. people who have been infected and who have died from this disease yep. from this pandemic in New York I mean just just unbearable yeah it's and, all bad news and he gives you the news gives you the things that you need to be hopeful about and yeah and I don't know. You can sort of, he's the kind of guy where you can sort of handle bad news from him and you can handle good news from him and you know, mm -hmm. you can trust it. Yeah. And, and through it all, he goes, you know, we're going to get through this because we're New Yorkers. And, yeah. and he, he's a he, transplant now to California. I go, yeah. all right, I'm still going to get through it. I'm, you know, I'm, I haven't been a New Yorker for a while, but we are going to get through it and yeah. we're going to get through it. Take we, care of each other. Yeah. And we are. And we are. And he gave an answer to one question that I thought was, it just, it just touched me. Ellen said, do you think this pandemic and your brother testing positive for it has brought you closer to him? And he said, no, because I couldn't be any closer to him. He's already yeah. my best friend, which yeah. just like, I mean, that's a guy you want on your side, you know? Yep. yep. I just thought that was such a cool answer. Um, so we should play a couple of clips. I don't know that we need to put any necessary context on them, but if you didn't see the show, here's the beginning of the interview. 
it's so devastating because I, I think nobody really thought about a pandemic except maybe Bill Gates. But, you know, there are a lot of people who didn't didn't know that this was a possibility. And then it's a whole new level because we haven't had this for, you know, 100 years. But it's but we have the economy that's affected in a different way that I mean, we didn't realize the effect that it's going to have on everything. And it's hard to wrap our heads around how we're all going to get back to some sense of normalcy. I look, I think we've never been through anything like this. I think, Ellen, we're actually better on the other side, right? You talk about the World War II generation, people who have gone through real crises in their life, and you learn from it, and maybe it hardens you and you come back better. But it's, it's, going, to be, uh, it's going to be life-changing, uh, hard, disruptive, and we will never be the same. I just hope we're better for it. Well, I can tell you one thing. We have to take a break, but I can tell you one thing. Just you are a calming voice in this. I mean, like Andy said, there's there's just even though it's all disturbing news and it's all sad, um, I we watch you uh, and 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 feel better listening to you because we know that it's the real truth and it's and we're getting. We're getting comforted no matter how bad the news is because it's coming from you. This is a clip where Ellen asks him how his brother Chris is doing and then informs him that she really likes his brother Chris and he wants to know then who she likes more. <laughs> Chris, <for laughs> so him. funny. Here's that. Can I say that I am a homosexual? You know that that's going around, that people are saying they're homosexuals. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. People are in love with you, but but it, it includes your brother, Chris. I enjoy both of you very much. Yes, but you enjoy me more. Didn't you say that earlier? Yes, I can say that right now because I'm talking to you, but then when I'll talk to him, I'll say, he's my favorite. It's like, I, I know you have this competition with, you know, who the, the mother loves more, and I understand all that, but... You're both charming. You're both adorable. Now, you've obviously already had this relationship um, that's adorable, but do you think this has brought you closer together because he contracted COVID-19? No, you can't be closer than I am with my brother, Chris. Uh, we have been uh, all our lives. He's my best friend and uh, my little best friend. Uh, but he is, uh, we're, we have a very <laughs> special relationship. I just felt bad during that whole coronavirus thing. I mean, one of the peculiar uh, hellish uh, facts, he's sick, his wife gets sick, he has the kids in the house, and I can't even go to help. You know, that's, that's one of the bizarre things here. So I have my brother sick, and you know, whatever they say, you're, well, you're young, don't worry. Yeah, but you still worry, and uh, he had it and I couldn't even get close to him. And nobody could go over the house to help. I mean, it really is so miserable, uh, this situation in so many yeah. ways. Here's a, a brief clip of Ellen telling him that when he runs for president, uh, he will have her support. <laughs> uh. Anyway, I just think that, that you're, you're amazing. Um, I, uh, when you run for president, um, I will I will be uh, behind you all the way because that's going to be exciting to watch you run. Um, and uh, <laughs> no pressure. No comment. You're supposed no to say comment. something now. No comment. Uh, <laughs> I'm governor of the great state of New York and I'm happy. 
All right. Well, I, I, I do think that that will happen at some point, and, uh, and I think that'll be a great thing when it does happen. Um, thank you so much for all you're doing. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me and uh, send my love to your little brother and uh, tell him I'm, I'm very happy he's feeling better and my love to the family. Thank you. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be with you. All right. And I would highly recommend, I don't, I don't mean to keep plugging the show, but I would highly recommend watching the entire interview on your DVR or on EllenTube or YouTube. It's really, uh, it's a good one. All right, Mary, do you want to talk about our teacher? Victoria Bay is, uh, is an amazing teacher that we had on the show. And, you know, like all of us, we were told, you know, don't come into work the next day. And nobody got a chance to sort of wrap things up or say goodbye. And we, nobody knew how long it was going to last. And now it's lasted all this long. And, and it's, it's disorienting for adults, but for kids, it's particularly disorienting. And Victoria is a sixth grade social studies teacher in Wichita, Kansas. And there was gonna, she got a text while she was on a hike saying that there was gonna be no more school for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. And it just broke her heart because yeah. she had these sixth graders that meant the world to her. Yeah. And she wasn't gonna get a chance to communicate with them. So she wrote 104 letters. She wrote a letter to each one of her students, letting them know that she would still be there for them. I mean, and, that's pretty damn sweet. I mean, it gives me chills just thinking yeah. about it because I have two kids and my kids are really connected to their teachers. And yeah. like, and it's just, it's a, it's a lot. It's an amazing thing to do. And uh, she just, she just blew us away. And, you can, you could feel her affection yes. for her career and her students and their well-being and their state of mind. And so, so we, we had her on the show and, uh, and then we surprised her with some of the kids from her class. Oh my God, and that she was, was the most adorable little piece of tape. It was just a little piece of tape with each kid, you know, a lot of her kids just said a little something about her yeah. and it was so sweet. And then, uh, and then uh, with the help of our friends at Box Tops, uh, we were able to, uh, we were able to gift her $25,000. Yes. And she, she she was so appreciative yeah. and it just you know she's a hero you know she's spending her own today are a hero yeah they really are and and it touches me when i see teachers that care so deeply about their kids i just think that's I don't yeah know. so here's here's ellen and victoria bay the amazing teacher from wichita kansas i love this so victoria how did you find out that the school was going to be closed for the rest of the year yes so we were actually on spring break and it was the second day of our spring break. And I got a text from a coworker that said, no more school. And I was shocked and confused. And then I just broke down and started crying and just thinking about how I wasn't gonna get to see my kids again. And I didn't really get to tell them goodbye since I thought I'd be seeing them again really soon. So you wrote letters to each and every, how many is that? How many students did you write a letter to? I have 104 students, so I wrote a little wow. over 100 letters. Yeah. Yeah. And what did you say to them? So I just wanted them to know that they weren't alone. And um, when I found out, I just had so many emotions and I was frustrated. I was angry. I was confused. I was sad. And I just knew that they had to be feeling the exact same way. And one of the ways I like to process things is writing things down. And so I thought that, you know, what a better way to tell my kids, like, I know how you're feeling and I'm going to, I'm still here 
with you and I'm still here for you than to write them these letters. Well, Box Tops for Education believes we all need teachers. That is why I'm partnering with them to celebrate teachers like you. We know that you spend a lot of your own money getting students the things that they need. So my friends at Box Tops want to give you $25,000 and they know exactly how you're going to spend it. Oh my gosh. You're, wow. you're a wonderful human being. To help teachers at your school, download the Box Tops for Education app on your phone. Thanks for watching. Stay safe and be kind to one another. And, you know, teachers all across the country across and the, the world, world are, are, yeah. are doing amazing things and are really taking up. For and are, are personally like, you know, having having outreach beyond the classroom to make sure kids are doing OK. And I'm constantly getting emails from the teachers just checking in on how our kids are doing. And I'm still finding like at the beginning, what I said at the beginning still to be true, my kids have adapted better than I have right. <laughs> to this whole thing. Well, that's normal, Andy. Kids are resilient. Yeah. 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 Life hasn't, you know, picked them up and shaken them like it has us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they just, they do adapt better. I mean, they learn, you know, they, they, are, they are more equipped to learn at this moment in their lives than, than we are, I think. Yeah. Um, and, and then in that way, we can learn from them. Yeah. Yep. Or we can at least, if you're me, you can try. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think that's all the time we have today. Fine. Hi, I'm Portia. Hi, I'm Portia. Kidding. Bye, Portia. Hi, Wait, Portia's calling me. Hey, Portia. Hi. No, no, yeah. she's not, not, not calling. She's not, no. She's not, no. Yeah, yeah. She's calling no. you. Nope. Nope. Mary not, didn't not, mention it. Ed didn't not, mention it. Kevin. Happening. Yeah, it's me. The only again. reason you okay, might have bye -bye. mentioned it is because I started. Okay, bye. Okay, bye bye. <laughs> so subscribe today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. We're not choosy. No, we're not choosy. Wherever, and invite a friend next time to listen. And yeah. don't forget to watch Ellen Weekdays for even more Ellen fun. But now I'm realizing This Kool-Aid ain't for